Welcome to the Rhonda Conger Show. It's a thing. You have to know that I'm so glad you're here. Grab a pen and paper. I'm here to fill your tank. Let's go. You know when you hear a speaker and they're just phenomenal and they speak to your heart and your head and your soul and oh, you just can't get enough. Well, let me tell you about a speaker that we have had in the past and we just had again recently because he's that good. And his name is Ryan Estes. And I'm telling you, surely you've heard me speak about him before. He just launched a new book called Prepare for Impact. It was himself and his brother who wrote about sales and leadership. And I'm telling you, if you need a new book, it's the one. Go now. So good. It launched, and I believe it was the number one sales book in Amazon when it launched. What? That's how good this guy is. So we've had him over the years. And here's what I'll tell you. Every time he speaks, I take pages and pages and pages and pages of notes. That's how good he is. Like, I just cannot get enough. So he spoke day one of our sales kickoff and it was to um, my leadership team. And so it was truly about sales leadership. Uh, I love leadership. It's my jam. So you know I was there taking notes. And can I just share with you some of the high points, some of the things that I think will resonate with you as a leader? I don't care what department you lead. Um, I don't care necessarily what you do. I mean, I care, but like this should resonate with you as a human, no matter who you are, no matter what you do, no matter your level, right? Just doesn't matter to me. If you are a human, you are a leader. That's my rule. So let me talk about a couple of things. When he, when he talks about leadership, he talked about, you know, when you're leading humans, he says, let them borrow your belief in them. Because I know that when, like, I look at everyone on my team and I'm like, you're amazing. Like you're here for a reason and I need your brain and I need everything that you brought. I need, right? Like, so if you don't see how great you are, I see how great you are. So sometimes when you're leading other humans and maybe you're having them do hard things or different things, you need to let them borrow your belief in them. So mm, 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 mm. he also talked about um, people can feel your energy as a leader. Are you leading through fear or are you leading through love? And you know which one I'm gonna pick, right? Like I'm, I'm gonna pick love. I, I want to lead through love. I'm asking you to do hard things. I'm asking you to come with me. I'm challenging you, I'm pushing you because one, I believe in your potential and I want you to know that you're so wildly capable of doing so much more. He kind of made a funny point though. He said that people tend to overreact to short-term difficulties. I've seen it, man. Like I'll make a small change or something little won't go right or won't happen. And you know, someone on my team will be like, I can't believe that just happened. And why didn't you tell me? And why did it go that way? And I'm like, oh, it's just kind of happened that way. Like nobody planned it. And you know, maybe you got left off the email on accident or maybe you were off or, Right. But, but I'm always kind of like, I'm always so interested. I have gray space though. So this is what I'll tell you. You can come at me. You can, you, you can overreact. And it, I feel like it as my job as a leader is to have gray space for you and to understand that 
I loved what Ryan said that that short-term difficulties that people tend to overact because that's like their knee jerk because it's uncomfortable because you're changing something and that's not what they planned it or that's not the way they wanted it to go and I understand that so I always have a little bit of gray space so I think when he said that that for us as leaders to make sure that if someone kind of overreacts or behaves like something you you didn't plan on just stop and understand that it, it's short term for them too. hopefully there's been plenty of times you know I'm in my office and there's a door over here to the side you can't see and I'll be like let's go for a walk around the building let's come on let's change our perspective we're kind of overreacting to a short-term thing let's take a lap and by the time the end of the lap your perspective will have changed so just kind of remember that because I think sometimes as leaders we're like what the hell why is this person acting like this that's why Great space. Um, I love this. Show people that they can go through difficult times. Been in this industry for 30 years. Yes, there's been a lot of amazing moments. There's also been a lot of hard moments. And I think that, you know, the people on our team have been here for a very long time and they've gone through those things with us. They've gone through the highs. They've gone through the lows. They've gone through the medium. And so I love that when you can show people that you can do tough things, that you're a warrior that you're strong, that you're tough. So sometimes you have, as a leader, your job is to remind people of that. That's what I'm doing for you today, by the way. I'm reminding all of you that you can do hard things. You can. It's life. Life is messy and complicated and lovely and wonderful and hard and mm, delicious. All of those things. So I love this. He said, we have never seen a rate of change this fast. But you know what he said after that? He said, nor will we ever, let me get this right though, stay with me, nor will it ever be this slow again. So if you feel like things around you are changing really fast, like even here we adopt new technology constantly, we're changing our processes, we're changing the way we do things nonstop, right? And you're thinking, God, it's so fast and why are we, right? But I think what's so interesting that the way he said that, right? Like, let me, let me read it again. We have never seen a rate of change this fast, nor will it be this slow. Because as things progress, they just get faster and faster and faster. So the, the message there to me is to be ready. That's what the message, that's what it says to me. Because then he talked about, are you a change ready organization? Are you a change ready human? Do you eat it for breakfast? Are you excited about it? Are you ready? Like bring it? Hit me with your best shot. Cue up Pat Benatar. Like, are you change ready? If, if you want to be a, a leader and lead teams and departments and companies, you need to be change ready. You need to embrace it. You need to be excited about it. So the one of the best stories that he talked about, and I did not know it. I'm not going to lie. And I try to stay like current on, on tech and news and companies. And it just kind of blew by me. I, I didn't see this train coming. And when he told the story, I was like, oh my God, I'm in. I have a new person to follow, a new company to watch. I'm in. Thank you. Because remember, success and greatness leave tracks. And as long as you're willing to watch, to learn, to study, success can be yours as well. So he told the story about Microsoft and how they have a new, um, newer, not, don't quote me on that, CEO. And this CEO of Microsoft says that he's not tech-centered. And you would think that a Microsoft CEO would be tech-centered. It would all about technology. 
And he says, no, 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 no. We're going to be a human-centered company. Hello, hi. My, my name's Rhonda Conger, and I want to meet you. What? So you fully understand it's not about the product. It's not about what you're building or what you're doing. It's about the humans. That's what that man is saying to all of us, that if you get the human part right as a leader and as a company, you'll get everything else right. Just let that sit there. What? Human-centered company, not a tech company. And when he made that shift through the entire company of Microsoft, this will be the first time in history that Microsoft stock has beat Apple. You heard it here. I'm just telling you. What? And he firmly attributes it to the humans, not the technology, right? Not to how fast they can edit or search or do a spreadsheet or, right, um, or how fast an email goes out or they have the best technology for all of that. It's, it's are you a human-centered company that takes good care of the humans, that loves the humans and focuses on the right things? Because if you do, then they'll take care of everything else. That story Mm. He then went on to say, Ryan Estes went on to say, so he, he shared a video and it was stunning on Microsoft and I loved it. And then he went on to say that it's proven that companies who are human-centered, on average, are more profitable by 211%. So here's my case for you. If you work for a company that's not human-centered, help them fix that. Show them this podcast. Show them Microsoft, Right? And if you do, God bless you, keep doing what you're doing. And maybe you're saying, well, Rhonda, I can't change a company or, or, well, then how about you? You become human-centered. You give out as much love as humanly possible. You stay, you, you help all your team members around you. Like, I don't just believe that the leader at the top gets to make all the decisions, doesn't get to make all the impact. I am one person in this organization out of roughly 350. Sure, I try to do as much as humanly possible as I can, but I'm nothing without all of them. It just doesn't matter, right? So yes, you as a human absolutely can make a difference. So I loved what he talked about. He said that, uh, this is the Microsoft CEO, empathy is the most important skill, the hardest skill, and it's not a soft skill. Empathy just means it goes back to like that gray space. Do you have gray space and love? And do you care about the people that you see every single day? That's the cliff note version. That is absolutely the cliff note version. So I love that. How's your empathy? How's your great space? Gray space. How's your love? That's all. And then he also talked about, uh, I love this one. You know, I'm going to lead yourself first. Um, I may or may not have wrote a book called you go first. So of course I was like, preach it, preach it, preach it, preach it. Lead yourself first, disrupt yourself first, reinvent yourself first. That's important. Like don't wait for everything to happen to you. Go get it. Learn, read, watch, right? Change, adjust. Always make sure that you are working on you, working on your craft, working on your skills. Uh, I love this. Leaders are learners. Uh, hello, that would be you because you're listening to this podcast. I firmly believe that you're a learner to your core, to who you are. You understand me. I understand you. That's why you're listening to this right now. So thank you, you leader, you leader that learns. Mwah, chef's kiss. I love this. So it says, how many hours a week do you spend? 
put it on your calendar. I loved all those tips. This was just a stunning question that we should all ask ourselves. It's the beginning of the year. It's February 2024. We've got all these new goals, visions, whatever. And you could use this in any area of your life, by the way. You could use this at home. You could use this in your career. You could use this in your finances. You could use this in your physical. So this is just an amazing question. And I love great questions. Like great, great questions are what changes people. Uh, and it changes lives. And this is what it says. What are you going to do to drive different results? What are you going to do to drive different results? You should like put that on your screen. I think I might actually, I'm staring at my laptop. I think I might put that. Like, what am I going to do? I mean, I have a lot of goals for that, but that question, if I just heard that every day, mm, there, there you go. What are you going to do to drive different results? How about this one? As a leader, your job is to unleash human potential. Let it go. Like, mm, like you need to figure out all these humans that you work with and hang with and say, how do I get the best out of you? How do I help you understand how much in the tank that you have? So I love that. Unleash the potential. Part of that starts with 15 minute one-on-ones. Is it like a weekly check-in? How are you doing? How can I help? How can I push you? What do you need? Do you need to, you know, do you want to read? Do you want to watch? Do you want to listen? Do you need more instruction? Whatever that looks like. I love that. So he talked about leadership and he said this, it's not a job. It's, it's not a job. It's a responsibility. It's a responsibility. And then he said this, it's a responsibility to love those all in your care, to serve all those in your care, to help them become the best. That's what true leadership looks like. It is. Right. If you were to, to stop me in the street and say, Hi, remind me again, or, are you still at CBH? What do you do? Remind me again. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm the luckiest person you know. I work the most amazing humans on the planet. I love every single one of them. Like That's literally what I would say to you. It's not a job. This is the best thing that I could ask for. And that's where I want you to be. I want you to be in that same place. But you have to work. You have to work on that. It doesn't just come. You have to be appreciative and gratitude and spread love and all, because when you do that, it all comes back to you. It, it, it's amazing. But Ryan Estes, he gets it. He absolutely gets it. And then he talked about, you know, you're a driver of performance. When you're a leader, your job is to drive performance. And how you do that is through three things. This is super easy and you're going to love this. It's Model coach care, model coach care. And what it is, is are you modeling the behavior, attitude, actions, your work ethic, what you're doing, right? Are you modeling the right behaviors? Are you angry? Are you happy? Are you mean? Are you loving? Like, are you, what does that look like? So first you have to model it. Then you have to coach. Remember your job is to coach them to release all of their potential and to help them be the best that they can be. And the third thing is to care. Really care about them. Full human. Not just the one that shows up from eight to five, but how's life? How can I help you? I've gone to more coffees. I've had more phone calls, met with more humans, talked to them about everything and under the sun, about having babies, about children, about spouses, about illnesses, about parents, about weddings, about funerals, you, you name it. I have met with as many humans as possible. I am here for the whole human, 
That's my job as a leader. I don't just get part of them. So I will leave you on that note. Ryan Estes, Prepare for Impact is his new book. Amazing speaker. If you need one, I can't recommend him any higher because I've asked him time and time and time again to speak to my crew. That's how good he is. Thanks for leading the way. Thanks for being a leader. We need you. We love you. Be great. Thanks for tuning in to the Rhonda Conger Show. Do you want to keep growing and getting better? This just in. You can have the life you dream of. Head on over to rondaconger.com. Don't you dare put an H in that name. R-O-N-D-A-C-O-N-G-E-R.com. I hope that you will dive into my five books. Better Human, Better Thinking, You Go First, Leading Through Extraordinary Times, and my newest book, New Market, New You. I love that you are listening. We need you. I love that you want to grow. I hope that you go out there and get more. Wishing you the best day. Let's go.